Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. How's it going? We are back with a brand new episode of Suama Station, the official podcast for All Japan Worldwide Fan Group. We are very, very excited to bring on a new co-host to the show, somebody who has spent a good amount of time in the last couple of months, maybe even the last couple of years, covering and reviewing various content from All Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, he is uh, he's been around in the group for a while and so I thought it was a good choice to ask him to come and work with us and it coincides with our new affiliation with the chair shot radio network we're really happy to be a part of them we've been trying to get that thing all worked out for the last several months and unfortunately the covid thing kind of brought everything to a screeching halt but we managed to get things good and running with uh, help with uh, Andrew uh, Balaz out there big shout out to Andrew and we want to say thanks to Ben and all the other folks that work with the chair shots some of which are in the group including our, our pal Val out in France and so uh, without further ado I'm gonna let my new co-host take it away Matt tell him what's up man hey guys my name is Matt um, I've been talking with Dave for a couple of podcasts when I was at Uncle June's Junction this uh, last time we did this was nearly two years ago, and it's my first time going to be a regular. So I'm very happy to be here. I'm happy to represent ChairShot. I write articles on the ChairShot from Joshi, other pro, mostly Ultra Pan. Get back into it with the Carnival, which we will be talking about briefly. 
But uh, yeah, thank you for having me here. I am very excited to work with you. Yeah, I you know we've been looking forward to doing this for a while, and this is something that we have been trying to, as I, I said, try to get together for a while, just because we have we have shared interest in terms of covering all Japan pro wrestling and making sure that English speaking audiences or internationally, you know, it helps when it is more English speaking content available for folks all around the world a little more acclimated to english than they are japanese but uh the the agenda is all across the board and uh all japan saw this as well we we want to start with this just real quick i just we were talking about scripts and not putting anything new but this is definitely a note i think we need to start the top of the show off with and i'll let matt jump in right afterwards and i'll, I'll keep my side of this very very short which is all Japan has created a new account on Twitter, which is AJPW, these INTs, International, and they are the official, okay, official. We are fan club, they are official, just so, you know, nobody gets it, the wires crossed here. We are a fan group, and there is the international official All Japan group out there, so we, we want to support them. We want to work hand-in-hand with them to bring all Japan goodness to the English-speaking world or just to the the international community. As we we said, uh, English is a bit more universal than Japanese. Let's face it, you know, Japanese, awesome language. You know, some would say it's easier to learn. Some would say it's tougher. But uh, arguably, English is a much more widely available, more accessible language. And so we want to work hand-in-hand with those folks to make sure that people are digging All Japan Pro Wrestling. Some people, oh, there's no English commentary well, you know, we, we try our best to kind of fill that hole. And now they're going to do English commentary with subtitles. So that's pretty dope. We, we give them, you know, a, a big shout out for basically going out on a limb and giving this thing a shot. I'm pretty sure that a lot of folks out there are going to appreciate it, myself included. So we're, you know, we're definitely looking and watching and waiting to see what they're going to do with uh, with this new group, with this new account that they have on Twitter. And uh, what do you think, Matt? Um, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Uh, All Japan has been uh, trying to get more audience in the English side of things. I know people want English commentary, but the best we got right now is subtitles during like post-match interviews backstage. It's it's a it's a big step. It is a big step. I didn't expect them to do anything to say the least, but uh, it's a big step. And uh, English commentary. That is something we could provide at least for the time being until they decide to either hire us or get their own English commentators for their for the streaming service. But either way, hope it, I hope people check it out. I hope people start to have their tastes expand in the puro scene, and with and hopefully that part is all Japan pro wrestling. We can only hope, right? We can only hope. Oh, for sure, we'll we'll make it happen. <laughs> So, uh, let's go ahead and dive right on into it. Uh, Matt is going to discuss the events over September, which chiefly has been, well, that's been entirely Champions Carnival Tour. Um, I'll go ahead and start off with the blocks, and then Matt will break it down and we'll talk about the results. I will jump in and throw in notes and things of that Uh... nature that I've been collecting. So... We had in the A block, we had Suwama, Zeus, Jake Lee, Kuma Arashi, 
and Jiro Ikiman Kuroshio. On the B block, we had Kento Miyahara, the supernova, the, the, arguably the ace of all Japan, Shuji Ishikawa, Yuma Aoyagi, Shotaru Ashino, and Yoshitatsu. These blocks were much bigger. Uh, oh, they, they weren't, let's say, substantially bigger, but I would say star power-wise. I would say they, they were much bigger. You had uh, the fo- like the likes of uh, you had, uh, Mr. Steel was going to come back, and that was going to be awesome. I was looking forward to that. Uh, I was looking forward to Joel Redman coming back. That was going to be pretty awesome. He was great. He was great last year. Yeah, Shigehiro Ida, you know, is going to be awesome. DBS Junior. I was was looking forward to those additions. However, this is what we got, and I am as a fan am just happy that we got the Champions Carnival because it, it seemed for a minute that they were not certain that this thing was going to happen, and so this, you know, so people. We're out there, and, and we we don't want to discourage folks from voicing their opinions about how they feel about things in the group. This this isn't necessarily about that. I think it's more trying to say we should be glad that this thing happened. Period. Yes, some things changed, and it kind of sucks. But in the grand scheme of things, with what all is going on right now in the world, we should just be glad that this thing went through at, at the the loss of the Odo tournament you know I'm not really I'm not heartbroken about losing that but I would definitely say that this thing getting off the ground and happening uh, should be the thing that that people should be having in the back of their mind before they they you know kind of air their their grievances and and, and they're they're valid we, we we don't want to discourage folks from you know airing their their feelings and their beefs because hey you don't have to love what all japan is doing but if you're a fan and you're discussing it and you're being not so harsh and critical well you, you could be even critical if you had valid points if you're not making it personal and you're able to see the business side and you're able to kind of be analytical about it you know we we don't mind people kind of airing their their grievances we really don't because you know you don't have to love what they do to be a fan you know that's not how a fan is you know a fan stays with it whether they love it or they don't you know that's the that's the key thing you know uh fairweather fans have definitely come and gone i feel and the 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 fans that are in with all japan now i feel as though they 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 love all japan they dig it They've maybe have been around for a while, or maybe they they're new, but they've seen guys like Kento, and they've seen guys like Yuma, and they've seen guys like Shotaro Ishino and Shuji Ishikawa come into the company in recent history and mix it up with uh, the the guys that have been the gatekeepers for the promotion for a while. So the carnival to me, I'm just glad that it's here, and so uh, these guys they they're giving it their all this tournament, and uh, you know I, I think. They've produced some really good stuff, you know. But I'm gonna let Matt take it away, and we're gonna discuss the matches and the breakdown of the the carnival. So Matt, please take it away. All right. Well, the carnival breakdown is simple. If you seen that Rob Robin tournament, you see them all where all the opponents have to fight each other on different dates, and if you win, you get two points. If it's a draw, like a time limit count out, you get one point. But since it's basically five people per block is losing two matches in a, even in a row can mess you up and get you eliminated really quickly so uh we got that here uh, but again it was, was for what they had for what they were working with but with half the roster 
they did well. They did well in the circumstances. Yeah, it could have been better. They could have done so much more. But with what we were given, we should be thankful for that. For the most, we should be thankful with that. And I'm pretty sure, I'm guaranteed next year we're going to have a big tournament to have something to remember. But um, so shall we get started with day one? All right. Uh, like, are we just going to talk about the blocks or the whole card? Okay. Okay. All right. All right, so let's let's jump right in for the first day of the Champion Carnival, which happened on September twelfth, twenty twenty, in the Nagoya International Conference Hall, with four hundred and eighty-two fans. Uh, with the opening match, we had Tajiri and Francesco Nakira uh, defeating Koji Iwamoto and Atsushi Aoyagi, with Akira Pitin Atsuki. Uh, second match, Ryuji Sai against and Ishikiri. Uh, defeating Yusuke Okada and Seigo Tachibana. With uh, all right, uh, third match we had Purple Haze with uh, Zeus, Inzaghi, and Nutomaro, uh defeating Taku Omori, Black Menzore, and uh, Ryuki Honda. With uh, Zeus doing the face lock to Honda, which is something that Zeus has been showing off during the carnival. We'll get to that soon. And then Evan Cerebral with Shotaro Ishino. And uh, Hokuto, Omori, uh, defeated Hikaru Sato and Dan Tomura, with Shotaro winning with the ink lock against Tomura. And now we have the carnival matches, B-Block with Shuji Ishikawa against Yuma Aoyagi, with Shuji getting the first win with a Lufes press to Yuma in 8 minutes and 1 second to get some points. And on the A-Block side, we had Jake Lee, Tigranjuro, Kurashio, and he won with the backdrop suplex to get his two points in a fun match of 8 minutes and 36 seconds. Back to the last match of the A block, we had the Triple Crown Champion, or the Five Crown King, Suwama, defeating Kumo Arashi in less than 4 minutes with a backdrop suplex of his own. And in our main event, with a surprise, Yoshitatsu defeating Kento Miyahara with a... with an ankle lock in 21 minutes and 52 seconds while hurting his back in the process. Right, and the, that's that back injury is going to come into play later on in the tournament. I will let Matt go ahead and go into that uh, in just a second. But one thing I wanted to point out as of note is that this match is going to basically be uh, Sego gets injured right around this time. I'm not 100% sure if he gets injured because of the of the, of the match or he gets injured during the match uh but i do know that he gets injured around this time as he is unable to uh he's not able to participate in the next couple of dates during the carnival he's he's out with an injury they will come up with uh, a substitute they will come up with different partners later down the road will uh yoshitatsu kingdom who sego was working alongside with and um, so, yeah, that's, I uh, believe, you know, that, I mean, besides Yoshitatsu obviously getting the main event uh, win there, uh, 
you know, they're uh, not not a lot of surprises in, in the booking on that one. But I would definitely say that uh, Ishikawa using the air scissors drop kind of out of nowhere was a, a real stunner, though. So, um, you know, you, you got to imagine that these guys, uh, they, they understand the fans. They know that uh, there is there there is a lot of the same faces from last year, but they're going to give you some new kind of, uh, how do you say, like a new spin on things, you know. Uh, this match, uh, you, the, you've seen Yuma and you've seen uh, Shiji Shikawa. They've kind of gone at it, you know, a couple of times here and there. But this match definitely did feel a little different from the affair, like the, the engagements that they've had in tag and singles matches. And so the, the start of the tournament for me, I was fine with, you know, because they, they were kind of wrestling a, a, a bit of a different style of match. Didn't go very long. I was expecting it to go uh, maybe 12, 14 minutes. But, uh, you know, I, I was I was I was fine with this, you know. Um, so that's the only real notes I have from the first night. Uh, let's get over to that second night. Matt, yeah. All right. Um, before the show started on September 13th, uh, it was announced that Yoshi Tatsu uh, had to forfeit the round through the back injury, giving Shuji the bye, making him undefeated in the B block. Now, after that, we had uh, uh, Jin uh, uh, Fuminori Abe and Jake Lee defeating Balian Aki. Am I saying that right? Balian? <laughs> Against uh, Yusuke Okada. And then for the next tag match, Tako Mori and Tamora being Ryuki Honda and Shuji Ishikawa. And then we have Purple Haze, uh, Iz- Izanagi and Shigehiro Iri defeating Ta- Dan Tamora and Hikaru Sato. And then Infants Terrible with Koji Doi and Yusuke Kodama defeating Akira Francesco and Kento Miyahara. And then we have Atsushi Aoyagi. Koji Iwamoto and Tajiri defeating Black Menzo Rei, Fuminori Abe, and Hokuto Omori. Before we get, and then we get to the block matches with Zeus getting his first match in, defeating Kumo Arashi with the, fa- with the uh, face lock in 8 minutes and 34 seconds. And then the B block, Yuma Aoki getting his second match against Otaro Oshina, where Yuma wins, surprisingly, with the end game with the ref. End of the match right there in 10 minutes and 21 seconds. And then for a main event, Juro Kurishio gets the upset by pinning the Triple Crown champion with a cradle to get that for, to get that victory. And and I'm sure uh, Matt would back me up on this. Is uh, uh, you know that 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 has to be like the the stunner of stunners right here as far as the the tournament stuff goes um i i, I won't go too much into that but i mean you know I, I i had mentioned in the english commentary which i hope you folks get a chance to check out uh that ikiman i don't think is entering entering this thing to necessarily win it but he is is going to play the role of spoiler for others much like yoshitatsu would and so, uh, I hate to say it, uh, uh, I, I would have to think mentally-wise, uh, Ikiman came in and just threw Suama off entirely just by this win, you know, getting this win over Suama, you know, this has to be the, the biggest win of uh, Jito's career. Uh, just quick notes real fast is that this is one of the first 
actual matches uh, we've seen uh, Koji Doi in in all Japan, and he just has this just massive monster uh, 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 presence in the promotion. He's just he he's a, a a big sizable guy, and he just he's just he, he's built to just beat some ass, you know, and is very very imposing. Uh, and he gets the win with a big lariat uh, uh, with a kid here. But uh, Doi is somebody I think everybody needs to keep their eye on uh, big time. Uh, Shigehiro EDA getting to do a tag match. Uh, he, he could not work the entire tour. And so thus they did not have him in the carnival. Uh, it, it, it makes a bit of sense. You know, EDA is a busy guy. He's got dates with other places and whatnot. But he, he does enjoy working in all Japan, I'd imagine. And uh, lastly, uh, we got to see uh, the uh, the Axe Bombers, part of the Axe Bombers reunite as we saw Takao Mori and uh, uh, Tamura, who uh, Mori had spent time helping to train. Uh, they team up to go up against Shuji Shikawa and Ryuki Honda uh, with uh, Mori getting the Axe Bomber on Honda. And uh, this match stemmed from the, the, the fact that what Matt was mentioning at the very beginning, which is that the, there was uh, no match with Ichikawa and Yoshitatsu due to uh, Tatsu having to sit out with uh, being in the back just not in really good shape. Uh, and finally, uh, B- Baleon Aki making a, a second appearance uh, in a row for All Japan. Uh, he had been working in a couple of other different promotions. Gato Move is one of them, if I'm not mistaken. And so uh, I believe we'll keep seeing uh, Aki down the road working for All Japan, you know, uh, in, in places where I'm sure they could use a, a freelancer here and there. They, de- they could definitely use the help where they can... Uh, they can get it. Great second day. Uh, surprise Yuma defeated Shotaro in this because I expected Shotaro to come in strong, but that did not seem to be the case. And Juro getting the win, I thought it was great. I'm a big fan of Juro. I loved him in Wrestle 1. And I know he wanted to do the carnival before going out to the States. So this him doing this, just having a good time. Again, it, it's good for him just to have that goal before departing to his next adventure. The third day, September 15th, and Yoshitatsu is competing this time. We'll get to that in a bit. Uh, tag match, Koji Doi again with Yusuke Kodama taking on Balian Aki and Yusuke Okada. Koji getting the victory for his team again with that lariat. Beautiful. Now we have the eight-man tag match, Evolutions, Dan Tamura, Hikaru Sato with Osamu Nishimura and Shuji Ishikawa t- defeating Black Menzo Rei. Masanobu Fuchi, Ryuki Honda, and Tako Omori. And another tag match with Purple Haze, Izanagi, and Shigehiro Iri defeat Effin's Terribles, Hokoto Omori, and Kumo Arashi. And then the last six-man tag match, Akira Francesco, Ikuto Higraka, and Ryzen Hayato defeat Asuki Aoki, Koji Iwamoto, and Tajiri. This is good for Ikoto for before their tag championship match at the next show. Uh, then the carnival, Zeus is undefeated, defeating Kuro, sorry, uh, Juro, with the horizontal chop. Just chopped the crap out of him to knock him down. So, good for them. And then Yuma Aoyagi defeats Yoshitatsu, taking advantage of his injured back with the end game, and that is it to get to stay in the game. And for B Block, we have Kento Miyahara eliminating Shotaro Ashino. 
with the shutdown German suplex hold at 18 minutes and 28 seconds. And in our main event, Jake Lee defeats a Triple Crown champion with the double arm lock in 17 minutes, 38 seconds, making Jake undefeated and Suwama eliminated. Any thoughts? Um, I was shocked to see Suwama lose twice in a row to basically get eliminated right there because there's one more match after this. There's no way he could advance with Jake and Zeus having four points undefeated. Uh, it is a sh- for Kento and Shotaro. I thought that was a great match. Uh, this was a dream match for me, and I did want to see it. And it happened in the carnival with Kento winning. And Yuma somehow staying in the game, defeating Yoshi. So that's a good way to hurt Yoshi Tatsu's back more. But no, overall, I actually enjoyed this show a lot more the, compared to the some of the days. But this one, again, really good solid matches, the last two A and B block matches. Yeah, just to um, add on, on top, I'm sure that the he's looked at it pretty well does do uh coverage for the carnival for the chair shot get that sense of kind of looking into things uh not only with uh your lens as a a fan but somebody who you know kind of just i guess tries to get a deeper understanding to you know how how good wrestling what makes good wrestling and and what is uh, enjoyable wrestling and things that you like to see as well um so some of the things that I, I want to uh, point out or just bring up as note is Zeus used that chin lock on uh, uh, Jito and, and just pummeled him and, and just grinded him down until he was nothing. And then then he used the, the chop to get the win. Like he, he like Jito was pretty much out of it and he just sat, you know, uh, he just got Jito up and just bam, just just brought him down, you know, like chopping down a tree. And uh, down went Jito, and uh, that's how he secured the pin uh, uh, on that. And uh, as far as Yuma, Yuma was being what what I would like to see out of him further, which is a just an asshole heel, you know, a, a, a good wrestler with a lot of skill who's just he's a big asshole. And, and Yuma is he definitely showed that off in this match, and, and he did a great job just healing it up the whole time. Uh, Yuma has been kind of shoring up what he's lacking in offense, and he looked good here. Uh, uh, Kento uh, getting the the surprise win over uh, Ashino. Uh, watching this match, uh, Ashino had just pretty much just uh, I, I don't want to say just beat Kento to a pulp, but he definitely just beat his ass like he owed him some money and and, and used that game plan. Uh, uh, Shino. Uh, he has a, a very smart game plan. He likes to work limbs and joints. He likes to go for his ankle lock, but at the same time, he is master of suplex. But at the same time, he's also a very smart, calculated wrestler. And so, uh, uh, Kento getting just that uh, 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 enough out of a, a last burst, a last like the the last you know grasp of desperation to put away Ashino. And uh, as far as Jake beating Suwama, I mean, you know, you you said it perfectly. You know, I did not expect Suwama to be uh, knocked out of the tournament so soon. But uh, it does at least create an air of unpredictability. And so uh, I I applaud them on that. You know, one thing that we we definitely take into account is the the match times are a bit shorter than uh, the, the other tournaments that are also running right now at the same time. Uh, with the uh, the G1 
and the uh, the the Noah in one. Um, I only laugh because you know uh, they they could have thought of a better name. Let's let's face I, it. I, I, I think they should. I think they should have kept the Global League. That sounds so much better. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Global League it, it sounds infinitely better. Um, but but we're not management and we're not we're not Japanese. Uh, admittedly, this wrestling uh, is supposed to fit their tastes. We we don't have we don't have the DDT money. <laughs> no, we do not. We we cannot make cyber fight. We we cannot. So uh, let's get on to the, <laughs> the, the 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 next night. Yeah. All right. Uh, fourth day at Korokan Hall, which is my favorite arena. When I went to Japan in January, six hundred and thirty-four fans. Uh, we had the six-man tag match with Yoshitatsu having a surprise partner, uh, Men's Tio, uh, also teamed up with Yusuke Okada, defeating Chikara, Ryuki Honda, and Takora Mori. And then we start the carnival matches early, so we have A Block, Jake Lee defeating Kumarashi with a double arm block, remaining undefeated still, while Kumarashi has three losses in a row. And then B-Block, Shotaro Shino finally gets a victory over Shuji Ishikawa to derail him from the top with an ankle lock. And then we have uh, Ultra Pan Junior Heavyweight number one contender 10-man tag match with Asushi Aoyagi, Black Mentore, Dan Tamora, Ryzen Hayato, and Tajiri defeated Akira Francesco, Hikaru Sato, Koto Omori, Izanagi, and Yusuke Kodama, but since Aoyagi got the victory, he is the number one contender. All right, and now we go to A Block one more time. Zeus is also undefeated, defeating Suwama with the face lock, and Suwama is injured on his arm and beats him in less in a little over five minutes. In our pre-main, the junior heavyweight championship match, Koji Iwamoto defeats Ikuto Hidaka in 17 minutes, 29 seconds to retain the title. And for the main event, B-Block, Kento defeats Yuma Aoyagi with the shutdown German suplex hold to stay in the game, while Yuma is eliminated since that was his last match of the carnival. So some uh, uh, quick notes uh, is that we talked about earlier uh, Yoshitatsu Kingdom. They they were missing, uh, they're, they're down a guy because, you know, Sego Tachibana injured earlier in the tour. So... Tatsu mentioned that he was going to bring in a, a wrestler to help out with Yoshitatsu Kingdom that was a former WWE star. And uh, a lot of folks immediately went to thinking that it could have been, um, it, it been Kazuma, Kazuma Sakamoto, who uh, is working over predominantly in Dragon's Gate. And, uh, you know, there was a couple of other guesses, but at the end of the day, it wound up being Men's Tao, who is from uh, Big Japan Pro Wrestling. And uh, Men's Tao, as a, he was a, a wrestler in the WWF from, uh, for about two, what, two years, something along those lines. He came in along with the rest of the, the KDX, the Kayantai DX, which was their, the, the, the name that they had in Japan before coming over to... Uh, the WWF and becoming just Kai and Tai in general. And so Men's Tao, Dick Togo, Takamichinoku, Shofunaki all coming over and, you know, just, you know, becoming one of the only Japanese stables to, in, in mass, 
make their way over to a big American wrestling organization like the WWF. And that was a, a very big surprise that Minz Tao come out and help Yoshitatsu. It was a, a pleasant surprise, too. You know, I was really pulling for it to be somebody uh, unexpected, and that's what we got. World Junior Heavyweight Contendership. Oh, that was, that was a 10-man tag. 10-man tag, yes. 10-man tag. There we go. It was a 10-man tag. And so in the 10-man tag... Uh, I, I think, uh, much like our, our, our mutual friend, Ben, uh, Ben was uh, watching this and was like, he has a lot of confidence in the junior division post Suzumu. Uh, and I, I, I think so too. I, I don't think they are really lacking more than one or two more guys that, you know, could really get in there and really mix it up. And uh, I wonder who All Japan will have to come and work with, um, you know, uh, Iwamoto and, and just the junior division in general. Um, just moving down the card real quick uh, to sidestep the Zeus thing. Um, Iwamoto beating Hidaka is a very, I would think, big win for Iwamoto just because uh, Hidaka, while he's still... Uh, he is sort of getting towards the twilight of his career, his twilight years. I would still argue he can still put on a really good match. He still is a very fluid wrestler. It's very fun to watch in this match. And uh, I think that it would be smart if All Japan could keep Hidaka working around, maybe possibly with uh, Atsuki, you know, or, or maybe just start teaming with Aimamoto. But it seems like they're really pushing to keep that Tajiri Aimamoto connection together, which is, you know, totally understandable. Uh, Kento and Yuma have a lot of uh, 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 they have a they have a lot of unfinished business. I feel and this match only kind of created more unfinished business just because you know you you saw a lot of back and forth and to me it always seems as though uh, Yuma is the one guy that Kento is uh, he he may lay into him occasionally but. He has mercy for Yuma. He, he still has a soft spot for Yuma because, you know, Yuma was there when, you know, practically everybody else was gone. You know, uh, now Yunamura left and Jake Lee leaves and it's like, who is left? You know, Yuma. And uh, so it, I feel as though their their chapter is not even close to being written. Matt, do you have any notes on this uh, date? Uh, honestly, this was my favorite carnival show out of the whole thing it, i had that carnival vibe from just looking at the matches the quality of the matches none of them were bad uh i actually expected kenzo suzuki to be yoshi's partner for the match so i ha i was kind of dead set on that but uh men's is fine i'm okay with that in the long run uh suwama losing three in a row did shock me and zeus made that face lock look strong and the same thing with Jake Lee with the modified arm lock. So basically on their counter, you know it's going to end in submission because of the way they're hyping it up so much. Uh, for, the, for the junior title match, I think this was uh, my favorite match of Koji. Like this, was a, this was a great match. Uh, probably my second favorite junior title match in all Japan. Next to Sumo and Hikaru's second encounter. Like this was so good. 48 years young. He just did fantastic. Uh, for Yuma, uh, I, I in my preview, I said he had to step up. This was now or never for Yuma because Kento, 
Nomura, Jake Lee were all ahead of him, while Kento said all four of them were going to be the future of all Japan, and Yuma had to step out to catch up to them. And he worked best with Kento here in the Master Show. He can be a big player. There is something with him. He's just, he just has to get there. The one way or another, I think he will at the grand scheme of things. And Kento showed him that, that Yuma can be a made eventer. Uh, so right now for B-Block, Kento and Shuji are the only ones that could advance. While Jake and Zeus for the same thing, since they're both undefeated. Sorry, fifth now. Alrighty, uh... September 26th, Odara Arena, Sabarina. 372 fans, Koji Iwamoto and Dejiri defeated Tako Omori and Black Menzo Rei. And Hokuto Omori, Koji Doi, and Yusuke Kodama from FN Cerebrals defeat Yusuke Okada, Masayuki Mitomi, and Ryo Kawamura. And then we start with the B Block, which no one could advance, Shotaro Shino. Get in his second and final victory against Yoshitatsu with the ankle lock, leaving Yoshitatsu one in three. And then A Block's final, Kumarashi de- defeats Jiro Kurashiro to get his first win finally with the di- flying body attack in under five minutes. And then we start with our tag matches uh, Yuma and Atsuki Ayagi defeat Francesco Akira and Ryzen Hayato with Atsuki getting the moonsault. Press on Hayato to get momentum for the junior title match. And then we go to Evolution, Suwan, Hikaru Sato, and then Tomorrow defeating Purple Haze, Izanagi, Shigehiro Iri, and Utamoro, with Suwama doing the last ride, showing that his armor is okay for the most part, and he can still go defend the title against the winner coming up. And now we decide A block with Zeus defeating Jake Lee. In 10 minutes, 21 seconds with the face lock to advance to the finals. And who is he going to fight? Well, he's going to fight Kento Miyahara as he defeats Shuji Chikawa in 20 minutes, 56 seconds with the shutdown German suplex hold. Some uh, quick notes that I have is that Hollywood caliber star firepower to Yoshitatsu Kingdom and that that was going to be somebody that... Uh, People figured that it was going to be Rocky Kawamura, and instead it wound up being um, Rambo Kawamura. And so it, Dio Kawamura is somebody who has done some MMA work and is, uh, a, a, by and large, a, a a comedy wrestler. But, you know, he's definitely got a kind of a funny gimmick. Is that the Rocky, like Rocky Balboa kind of gimmick, you know. He makes that, you know, yo, Adrian face, but uh, he's, he can be fun to watch. So he actually makes a, a very rare appearance in All Japan, teaming up with Masayuki Mitome, who hasn't been around for the last couple of uh, months. Uh, his first date in All Japan in a while. And they go down in a losing effort to, uh, you know, Omori, Doi, Kodama. Uh, two things just real fast is that uh, Zeus beating jake is just I, I i did not see this coming i did not see that i really thought jake had zeus's number and so uh good good on all japan for you know shaking things up keeping things a little uneven you know i like that the uh unpredictability is 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 up there and uh kento beating shuji ishikawa man you know i was really thinking ishikawa had uh kento's number uh, Kento doesn't necessarily need to be in the, the, the finals of the carnival. You know, he really doesn't need it. 
Ishikawa maybe needed it a bit more, but uh, it is what it is, and you know, Kenta gets to win over Shuji Ishikawa. But I would definitely say uh, Ishikawa is due back a win over Kento at some point, even in like ta tag competition. And so that leads us into uh, the the future dates that All Japan has uh, gotten to uh, in terms of uh, booking wise or uh, uh, title matches, things coming up. No, let's let's go ahead and do it real fast, and then we'll go and take a break. We're taking a break after this. So uh, the card that they officially put out on their website uh, reads as follows: is Azamu uh, Nishimura and DG Hikata going up against. Hikado Sato and Diyuki Honda, World Junior Heavyweight title match, prelude. You got Jake Lee, Koji Awamoto, and Tajiri. Again, talk about that that team they want to keep together. And Awamoto and Tajiri, that connection is fine. They, they work together as a good team. Uh, going up against Takao Mori, Black Menzode, and Atsuki Aoyagi. Aizanagi, Shigeru Irie, and Udamaro from Purple Haze going up against... The Kento's Adventure Supergroup, the super, the super band of uh, Jito, uh, Francesco Akira, and Rising Hayato. We have Shuji Ishikawa, the Triple Crown Heavyweight Champion, the the double the double crown, double cup tag team champion, World Tag Team Champions, Runaway Giants teaming up with Dante Mura going up against Sachado, Shotaro Ashino. Kumarashi and Okoto Omori. We have the return of the Lions in wrestlers, which I'm really happy about because uh, I I like Sai and I like the guys he brings in. Uh, Dioji Sai, Ishikiri, who uh, we mentioned was on the tour earlier. Uh, happy to have him back around in the fold. He's definitely a fun wrestler to watch, along with So Daimoniji, and they go up against Yoshitatsu Kingdoms, Yoshitatsu Yusuke Okada and Chikara. We got a uh, uh, Koji Doi and, and Yuma Aoyagi, we, we should mention this real quick, is that uh, Doi had been bullying Aoyagi during their, uh, their, their uh, the carnival, during the tour, and uh, Doi coming in and just, you know, taking shots at Aoyagi and taking shots at uh, Kento, and Kento coming over to eventually aid Aoyagi in dealing with Infant Terrible, and uh, Doi is definitely somebody who... Uh, is definitely been a thorn in Yuma's side the last couple of weeks, and so and so I'm, I'm sure Yuma is looking to get a little payback up against Doi. So this this actually is the match I'm excited for the most, just because you know Yuma is a really super you know uh, talented guy, and, and Doi is as as well. And so uh, both of these guys are just they're only going to go up from here. You know this could be a very good indicator as to who to keep your eye on for who could be the next Triple Crown Challenger. And in the main event, we've got uh, Kento going up against uh, Zeus to decide the who wins the carnival and uh, ultimately who is going to go and face uh, Suwama uh, next for the Triple Crown. Uh, lastly, they have announced a junior heavyweight title match for the 24th at Kudokan Hall. Uh, we have uh, Iwamoto defending the junior heavyweight title against Atsuki Aoyagi. Aoyagi... Uh, winning uh, his uh, his chance at a shot at the junior heavyweight title with a, a I mean beautiful Firebird splash. I mean you know he he's been pulling out some really cool stuff as of late, and so I feel as though he's uh, he's starting to pull out all these the the, the tricks out of the bag uh, that he's going to need to you know be a formidable opponent for Iwamoto. And we have a World Tag Team Title Defense that is going to be happening right around the same time. 
Uh, I, I, I lost the date. I, I thought same I had day, an... same day, same day, same day. Okay, same day. Good. Uh, then we have the World Junior Heavyweight Title, and then we're gonna have World Tag Team Titles be defended. Uh, uh, Runaway Giants going to be defending. It will be their fifth defense. The, ti- the team has not been uh, announced yet. The team has not been announced yet, so that is to who is th- who we're going to be defending against. And so that gets us up to speed with uh, September's events. We're going to take a quick, quick break. We're going to come right back. We're going to get to the quick little notes that we have. Uh, the real-world tag league dates have been announced. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the the looming presence of the Gleet forming the... Uh, Ledette, I can't pronounce. I don't know if that's the name, but Ledette, the company working with former Wrestle One guys to make a new promotion called Gleet, and uh, you know we talked about that in the last episode a bit. We'll be right back. This is Suama Station. Matt, Dave, we'll be right back. Thank you, folks, for joining us, and uh, we're really happy to have Matt on from Chair Shot. We're really happy for, uh, well, I'm, I'm just happy to have some company while I'm working on this thing. You know, it's it's nice. <laughs> you know, it's very nice. And so, um, you know, uh, we want to encourage you folks to check out Chair Shot, Chair Shot Radio Network. We want you to check out all the the coverage that they have for the N1 for the G1, as well as match coverage for the Champions Carnival. He gets in-depth with some of these matches, and, you know, he might pull out a couple of things that, you know, you might not, you know, uh, seen upon first glance. You might need to go back and maybe rewatch some of the Carnival. Uh, it's available on AJPWT.TV. We want to we tell folks to get a subscription to uh, All Japan, uh, AJPW.TV. We want to support All Japan right now. We love them. We need them to stay around. If we, you know, throw our monetary support to them, I'm sure they'll they'll notice. I mean, they they have their international account now, so they definitely are noticing. And so, um, 
get yourself some all Japan goodness. Get a subscription to AJPW.TV. You know, you tell me, oh, I can't afford $10 a month. Talk to a homie and be like, yo, we're going to split this. $5 a month. Boom. It's not even $5. It's like $4.50. It's $8. Yeah, it's, it's, $8. it's less than that. And so I'm pretty sure you could dig up $4 with your stoner asses. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> to uh, go into, you know, uh, get a subscription. Uh, you know, we, we know some folks are hurting, you know, financially. And, and, and you know, we, we make, a, you know, light a little bit of that, you know. But, uh, you know, we, we just want to encourage folks to, to put your money into uh, All Japan. It's a great promotion. It, it, it's for, in my opinion, it's, it's some of the best bang for your buck you're going to get for pro wrestling in the world. Uh, so, um, All Japan went into a, 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 a association with Gower Sports into delivering some matches on their battle archive uh that uh they run with youtube and so uh we got four matches during the course of september uploaded we got uh abdul the butcher grand naniwa and Ham- uh, grand hamada going up against the dream team of uh kejimuto dos caras and mil mascaras and uh, i mean there's a whole lot of history in all japan in that one match, you know, you've got, you know, Karas and Mascaras, you know, the masked brothers, you know, that, that were just the, the Japanese going crazy for when they first arrived. You have Keiji Muto, who arguably came in and, you know, it was the savior of, of all Japan for, for some time. You have Grand Hamada, who has trained countless wrestlers and is a New Japan wrestler and was an all Japan. He's been there. He's done that. Grand Naniwa uh, amongst one of the wrestlers and influenced by Hamada and the universal wrestlers out of that group. And Abdullah the Butcher, who is arguably the most important, the, the most uh, 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 historical figure in this match as far as uh, all Japan. Uh, we got to see we Tanahashi versus Suwama in the Champions Carnival Final 2008. Folks, you need to see this match. This match will make you a Suwama fan. Uh, uh, it will also make you yearn for a heel Tanahashi because this is about as close as you will get. And they are both firing on all cylinders. It's mwah, the chef's kiss. I give it to you for this match. Uh, you get Takayama versus Muto in a 2009 uh, Champions Carnival. Uh, and you get... You get arguably one of the, the stiffest matches in the last 15, uh, 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 20 years of wrestling in, in, in Suzuki versus Kawada from 2007 in the Champions Carnival. These guys just hit hard, and it is so fun to watch. And uh, that's available, I believe, not just on AJPW.TV, but as well as uh, their YouTube account. So go make sure to go look that up. Uh, and uh, also that what was uploaded was uh, discussions with Francesco Akira, Rising Hayato, uh, members of Kento's Adventure, the supergroup, as well as Aizanagi and Zeus from Purple Haze. If you are a Japanese speaker, they will obviously be of more value to you. But we just want to report in to tell you that that's what they've been uploading. Uh, normally they were doing their Wednesday specials, but most of the time now it's been... Uh, uh, you know, just uh, uh, in-depth, you know, uh, talks and, and, and interviews with wrestlers. And they were having a little feature last month with uh, cooking. And so that was kind of amusing, too. And lastly, we want to talk about the real-world tag league dates have been announced. And they are as follows. We have 11:18 in Shinjuku. Okay, we have 11:21 in Nagaoka. 
We have 11.22 and Kasukabe. 11.23 back at Korkin Hall. Okay. 11.29, Mebashi. Uh, December 4th is Nagoya. December 5th is Niigata. And the finals of the Real World Tag League will get their way back over to Korkin Hall. Matt's beloved Korkin Hall. Very good reason. Very, very good reason. And so the 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 carnival, not the carnival, sorry, the real world tag league's finals will be back at Kirken Hall, which is a, a very smart move because that is you know the one of the loudest crowds you're gonna get. Uh, they're very good to all Japan. All Japan does very solid numbers there now, obviously because of COVID concerns. But uh, the crowd in Kirken really loves all Japan. The the last event that uh, Matt was uh, discussing in terms of uh the the match quality is there just because that the fans they, they need to see that good wrestling and if you give it to them they eat it up you know and, and and god bless them you know i hope one day to join among them myself so we want to give uh, uh final plugs and we want to do a quick little talk about the whole gleet situation so we'll get the plugs out of the way and then we're going to finish this up with uh, a little talk about gleet so uh we want to say a big shout out to pudo love okay we want to send a big shout out to cage match okay striga and the folks that work alongside him to to upload and keep working on results and and, and work on this database you guys are are doing the lord's work and, and i i personally today told striga personally like you're doing the lord's work and, and it's to make him you know uh, uh, understand that as a fan i appreciate him and as somebody that works on the podcast and use the information uh that they that they provide uh you know we were super super grateful super thankful because without them uh this show gets infinitely harder infinitely harder um we we have done some translating of our own uh, in terms of going through all Japan's website and checking the news through there. But as far as results, as far as looking through things, and, and just a, a great database, this Cage Match and Pudo Love. Uh, we want to say a big shout out to the, again the radio, uh, the Chair Shot Radio Network. We want to say uh, check out all the coverage of all the different uh, people contributing all kinds of different stuff. You know WWE, Lucha impact aew you know all japan new japan you know they're all about trying to get wrestling they're about the gospel of wrestling and so god bless those guys we want to say a big shout out to obviously all japan worldwide fan group on twitter is at ajpw worldwide uh obviously all japan worldwide facebook fan group we'll hope you that you're going to join us you're a member of our group we have some killer stuff we have a trivia league we have watch parties we have the english commentary for the champions carnival that'll be uploaded very soon to our podomatic channel and we also have our youtube where we upload these episodes as well as the on the radio chair shot network so we're really hoping that you'll join us for both of those so to close up the show I want to talk real fast about the Gleet situation and myself and Matt were just talking about the fact that we have a group of guys that work that are working without a contract in all Japan and they are slowly getting uh, acclimated into their new environment in all Japan and they you know that they're definitely their presence is is you know obvious and this is good right but Gleet who is the group, uh, Ledet, uh, they 
are a sponsor to Noah, uh, a pro wrestling Noah. They are a sponsor to them. They are also a a collaborator, or uh, I guess they're they're just working in conjunction with Cyberfight, who is the new organization that uh, the parent company of DDT and now Pro Wrestling Noah have created for the sole the 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 sole purpose of running the promotions, but keeping them separate. Now, Lynette has a fair amount of money. Now, how much they have, it is very hard to say, but judging from the people connected to Gleet, uh, you know, these some of these people are not people that just come cheap. And so guys like uh, Riki Choshu and Kyoshi Tamura, they don't come cheap. And so uh, people on, on Twitter are getting a little nervous, a little concerned. Hey, the Champions Carnival is coming to a close and the formation of Gleet is happening. And so is there a possibility that, you know, Infants Terrible find their way back w- working with the Wrestle One guys and they are the, the core of what will be a new promotion? Uh, uh, Gleet has announced a date. They have not announced plans to tour or to try to strike up a TV deal. Although I would imagine that if they're working with Cyberfight, Cyberfight kind of working in hand with the Bima, it, 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 the the ball is in Gleet's court. But uh, a concern is is what happens if all of a sudden the uh, the Ashino group just up and just like dips out, just just leaves, right? Uh, all Japan is sort of left in, in a tough spot, and uh, I I would just like to hear what you know what what kind of uh, what what thoughts you have on this uh, on on this issue? Uh, if you if you wouldn't mind, Matt. No, no, not at all. Um, let's see. Uh, Shotaro and his group being in Old Japan. I think it is a smart move to stay in Old Japan because they do need those big guys to cover those divisions, whether it's Tag Junior, Shotaro in the main card, but with Gleet. I do get it because of working with Katayashi with Russell One. He has a good relationship with, with him, and I'm pretty sure he could like he could be the ace of Gleets automatically if they do go. But I try to think of long term with that promotion. Like, are they going to get like a service, a TV deal, or are they just gonna or are they just gonna run? House events, per se. Like, what is the long-term goal for Gleets? So I'm pretty sure Shotaro would say in All Japan if this promotion didn't get announced. So, yeah, it is a tough spot. I'm pretty sure they're offered a lot of money. But, again, personally, I think All Japan does for the star power for the promotion to get more, probably get more guys interested in joining. But... At the same, at the end of the day, he has to do what's right for himself, along with the rest of the group, whether they're staying freelancing or choosing one promotion or the other. And I'm pretty sure he will make the decision soon, whether it's at their first show or later on. I, I don't think you're wrong in any sense. I think that's pretty on the nose about it. Is that they're they're more needed in all Japan than say Glee, especially if the the guys at Gleet aren't 
paying them to sit at home necessarily. So maybe the contracts that they offer to them won't necessarily be so great because of the fact that they're not touring, they're not working regularly, whereas All Japan might be able to offer them a good amount of money, but steady work. And I suppose it just it comes down to, well, if the Gleek guys aren't going to pay them to sit at home, you know, like you, you mentioned with uh, just doing random, random dates, you know, there's not a lot of certainty there. And so that kind of creates a, a bit of an issue. Uh, you also have to wonder, too, is that um, the, the Gleet guys are not working with uh, some of the, the they're, they're only really working with what Takanori Ito and uh, I believe the, forget what his name is, but because I'm so used to calling him Pegaso Luminar, uh, they, those are the only two guys out of the Wrestle 1 group really that that were a part of the, the promotion that uh, they're willing to, to work with. Uh, because you have guys like Ganseki Tanaka, they're starting to work in Wrestle 1, and you have other guys starting to, you know, in, in Fonts, Terry Blake working over in All Japan. You've got other guys that are starting to be dispersed and working in other promotions, and so it makes me wonder uh, why not try to get more of the, 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 the Wrestle 1 guys? You know, Masayuki Kono, Andy Wu, you know, the, these guys are, are still pretty talented guys I, i'm praying that andy Wu gets his masked ass over to all japan because i would love to see him there would love to see andy Wu uh back in all japan but uh i guess time will dictate as to what's going to happen but uh you would have to imagine that uh a lot of people especially us fans are sort of uh sitting and waiting to see what the move is because as much as we, we love seeing Shotaro Oshino and Kumarashi, Koji Doi, and Yusuke Kodama mix it up in, in All Japan, you know, um, it, it, it does make us wonder how long we're going to be able to enjoy this, you know. And, and, and I, I think if they don't show up in Gleet, uh, I think it will be good. If they do show up in Gleet, then it's okay. As long as they keep working their dates predominantly for All Japan, you know, it, it's whatever. Uh, I, I try to look at it like that because uh, I want the I want Ashino and Kumarashi to to make that money. I really do. But I do think that they have backed a horse, and they should just keep with that with that bet. You know, they should just keep backing that horse just because uh, I could see Ashino being a triple crown champion. I could see Doi being a triple crown champion if they're willing to commit to being around for the next two, three, four years. Uh, I would definitely not mind seeing Koji Doi uh, eventually uh, step up and be the guy that is the contemporary of Jake Lee. We, I've, I've talked about this uh, for some time that Jake Lee needed somebody, somebody really to kind of bring out the, the best in him and, and it's uh, uh, sizable opponents that really seem to do the job. And so somebody like Koji Doi mixing it up with Jake Lee in, in a singles feud would be like, you know, like hot damn, you know, I, I really could invest into that program and, and, and Ashino and uh, Suwama, they have natural chemistry working together with each other. And I definitely want to see them fight more you know, in the real world tag league, you know, I, I'm, I'm almost certain the, those guys are going to stick around at least for that. I'm not, you know, basing that on any information or anything like that. But I have a good feeling they're going to stick around uh, for at least till the end of the year. But, you know, I, you know what they say, uh, uh, money, money talks and bullshit walks. 
So uh, we are just about out of time. We want to say thank you for joining us for Suama Station. Uh, I'm Dave the Drummer. That is Matt with The Chair Shot. Please go over and check out his work uh, with The Chair Shot. And uh, we will be back next month talking about October. I'm sorry, talking about... <laughs> no, we will be talking about October. So we'll be going over October's agenda, uh, any news bits. Um, we do want to close out with one last thing, though. One last thing. I, I, I had it in the agenda, and it thought it was going to get away from me, but it's not. Um, we want to talk about how uh, September... Okay, September of 2000, okay, September of 2000 is a, is a big date, and you're going to ask me, okay, why is September, you know, what, what happened in September of 2000? Well, uh, this is a couple months after the split, okay, the, the Noah exodus, okay, this is, this is after the, the Noah, the split, okay, this is big, big deal, big deal, right, big, biggest deal in, in, in wrestling history at that point in time, okay, so we had the the big split okay the the big split and uh they're they're all japan is grasping for straws you know they're trying to grab who they can uh uh they've got they've got wally yamaguchi who was last seen with choppy choppy pp in, in, in the wwf uh, and he's in all japan as a referee because uh, the the baba family is just reaching out to whoever will come and, and help and uh, 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 Steve Williams comes back to the fold, and he's very just, you know, pro All Japan. And God bless the man. You know, I was really, you know, like you watch that stuff. And uh, at, at that time, he, he's just very, like, gung-ho about, you know, All Japan. You know, he, he's like, hey, you know, you, you guys can leave, you know, Vader and Scorpio and all those guys. But I, I'm not, you know, I'm all about All Japan. So the thing I want to talk about real quick is that the – September 2nd pay-per-view saw the first co-promotional match uh, for for some time. We, we uh, All Japan and New Japan did work together uh, in very limited form in the early 90s. But after that, uh, All Japan shut off its borders and, and New Japan arguably was working mostly with, with smaller promotions, Mishinoku Pro, uh, SWS, uh, more war. Let's say war. More, working war with war, but working with Michinoku Pro and working with uh, war and uh, occasionally FMW. So New Japan is actually the, the promotion that's working with uh, other promotions. All Japan closes itself off uh, until this time. And Masa Chono, Masahiro Chono, goes up against Masanobu Fuchi. So the two Masas, which is what it was billed as, go up against each other. And a pretty fun match. Uh, it, is, it is the semi-main event on that of that show, that pay-per-view. And uh, I, I encourage you to watch it. It's, it's a, a nice little history lesson. You know, you get to go back and, you know, 20 years ago, we get to see, you know, history because Chono entering the, the ring in an All Japan show is, is just unfathomable to the, the 90s uh, uh, All Japan fans. But it's, it's happening right then and there in uh, Nippon Budokan in uh, uh, September of 2000. And so uh, just we, we wanted to give a shout out about that, you know, because, uh, you know, we're, we're all about uh, All Japan. But, you know, we, we definitely like kind of throwing that uh, that wrestling knowledge on you. And, uh, you know, 20th anniversary of a, a big co-promotional match like that. We couldn't let something like that uh, slip. And finally, we want to say rest in peace to Road Warrior Animal, who just passed away uh, a couple of days ago. And if you're not familiar, 
the road warriors came into all japan and raised hell in the mid 80s uh they they did it just like they did it in every other promotion that they were in an awa wwf sws uh partially new japan but uh road warriors uh arguably the greatest tag team of all time road warrior pop you got to experience that in japan in the u.s you got to experience that you know uh just seeing them and there will be no other team like them and uh if you have not had a chance yet go and check out the road warriors in all japan it is some killer stuff they are very monumental in the history of all japan as uh, i believe uh, Suruta and uh, Yoshiaki Yatsu get the tag belts and that is a step towards unifying the tag team titles and thus we have the United Unified World Tag Team slash Double Cup Tag Team Championships and so we want to send our regards to the Laurinaitis family and we want to say rest in peace to Road Warrior Animal uh, given himself to uh, a, a hard industry and we love the road warriors and we want to say thank you to road warrior animal rest in peace and what a rush because uh he's gonna be happy to be reunited with his best buddy hawk and rick rude and kurt and all those guys that they just you know they're they're all up in heaven and i'm sure they're happy to have their running mate with them so Having said all that, we want to say thank you again for joining us. We will be back next month. Take care and blue justice. credit card bill.